Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Combin Podcast. Here's your host Anne. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode where I'm going to talk to women international master, author, and entrepreneur, Sabrina Chivanis, and I'm super excited about it. Hey, Sabrina, and welcome to the show. Hi, Ella. Thank you for having me. Oh, that's a pleasure. I especially like this first question for today's interview because I believe it can give us a glimpse into your world and into your everyday life. So I would like to know how a normal day, normal work day for you starts. Um, okay, so I think the first of all, there's no such thing as normal in my life. There is, uh, <laughs> It is random every day. It is um, definitely not the same at any point of any day uh, I think that like I but I quite like that I like the fact that I think as an entrepreneur as a business owner you kind of have to expect anything to happen um but I guess my every day is me waking up I definitely have a lot of coffee in the morning I can't start my day without coffee um and then I check the like 250 emails that are in my inbox um, oh and it's every day yeah pretty much every day and um but it's great. I start off with a team meeting with my team. And that's just really positive because everyone gets together. Everyone sits there with their coffee in the morning. And we just talk about our goals for the day and how we're going to smash them and who's going to do what. So it's just a really positive way to start the day because everyone knows what their what the goals are, um, who's responsible for them. And it's a way to be productive, really. So that's that's how I found starting the day. Productivity meeting and coffee. Okay. but So you're from Great Britain, yes? Yes, I'm from London. Okay, and I heard that uh, London people mostly prefer tea to coffee. It's not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, British people do drink tea, um, but it's we like tea in the afternoon. So there's actually something ah. that I guess most people have afternoon tea is a thing when they come to to the UK. Um, and I personally, and I think most British people would generally love a coffee in the morning um and then we have tea in the afternoon um it's like i think my favorite snack is tea and cake. <laughs> <laughs> like a cake or a biscuit or something and then you have that as a snack in in the afternoon oh yeah perfect i also like tea with a cheesecake that's my favorite dessert. oh wow <laughs> yeah. that sounds amazing <laughs> okay so you said today in the morning you gather together with your team so what's your area of expertise what is it that you do and your team does so we're actually a full service creative agency which means we pretty much do everything so um but the thing is in our team we have people who do different things so they're split up into basically the design the development and the marketing team so we have someone who kind of specializes in every area so um we would have the branding and the strategy part of the design um so the execution of like you know website design and, and app design then we have developers who kind of build out our websites and then we do we have every form of marketing so we have someone who specializes in social media, SEO, email marketing, then PR. And actually now we have um, 
people who kind of talk um, managing influencers and stuff because that's obviously such a big thing and so they so we got someone who does influencers and brand partnerships and things like that so yeah that's great so basically help people to save their time on socials so with their website development etc 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 and do their thing in business yeah and that that's the point of us being um you know full service is that startups need all of these things startups need a million different services and with us we offer like we're like a one-stop shop for that service so you don't need to necessarily go and get four different agencies who will do all these different things instead you can come to one place get one agency to really understand your brand and then work with us to kind of build up that brand and and have each individual member of the team kind of work on their specialty in order to hit your goals yeah yeah and we at common also are very focused on saving time and helping people to like promote their instagram accounts promote their instagram and get some extra exposure by means of our applications convent growth and convent scheduler so we actually do the same and so what what is your key to managing all this work that you just named so do you have any advice for my audience um be really organized and detailed I think you know there are certain tools that I can't live without within the business you know um whatever those productivity tools are they're essential to you for example our team love Asana um that's our project management tool that we use and we have every every project that we're working on within that um and like you said Combin's amazing for social media for example that like you can social media is so overwhelming the amount of content that you have to produce and without a scheduling tool how on earth are you supposed to do that so you know it's, it's essential for us to plan ahead for the week or even the month and you know you can you can plan ahead for the month but also you have this balance at the same time that you you need to stay on top of things and, and yeah. use things so you can't you loads of people used to just kind of schedule a whole month of stuff in advance but that never works if you want to stay on top of things and and stay you know up to date with trends so you know you can kind of schedule roughly what you want to do for the week but you have to obviously be flexible so you need you need a tool to do that and and you absolutely can't run social media or can't do a campaign without any sort of scheduling tool it just won't work imagine trying to you know write a post on like eight different platforms every single day and it's just really really difficult um so i guess you know with so many things in advance i'd say plan everything stay super organized um yeah get use whatever software that you need to do out there there are a million different projects management tools there are like scheduling tools like calendar tools there are time tracking tools, all these different things. Do your research about which one works best for you and your organization because I will have advice of which ones to get, but there are so many out there and um, every organization is different, right? And they have different needs and capabilities. So I'd say research which one's best for you and then um, utilize these and and just try to be as efficient as possible. I know it can get really overwhelming when you're running a business and you have so many things to do. Oh yeah, thanks for a great advice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have been working with a lot with a lot of companies, but how many? However, oh, ever I won't know that number. I've been doing this now nearly 15 years so it's a long time so it's going to be hundreds of companies um at the moment we've got uh, just over 20 companies that we're actually working with at the moment like live so um the team's pretty busy and we've always got so many different projects on the go 
Yeah, that's great. So you have a great experience uh, w- with working with startups and with a lot of companies. So you help companies to create strong social media strategies. And based on your experience, so what is the most common mistake that companies make uh, while starting out on social media or just as a company? Um, I think, yeah, that fits both, actually. So it's not having their own identity. I think when people start out, especially if, if it's, if it's something that other people have done out there, um, whatever it is, let's say it's a, it's a fashion brand and you're starting a new fashion brand, a clothing range, and you admire another clothing range then there's a tendency to copy everything that brand does regardless of, yeah. of what it is and what and, that, and that's the biggest thing that I've seen with every company we deal with is that they go oh but this company does this can we just copy them whether it's in the website design in fact I've had people ask us to basically copy someone's branding which makes zero sense whatsoever <laughs> but they they think that because a company looks a certain way or the website does a certain thing that's why they're successful they have no no yeah. idea about the messaging and who their target audience are and how they're trying to speak to them it because it, it doesn't matter what your product is in some ways it's the messaging and how you market that product so I think the most common mistake I see on social is that people are putting out content because they're copying their competitors content or someone else they admire and they're not actually tailoring it to their audience um but that's another thing they're not then they're just generally putting out content that they think's good that they like but haven't thought about who's going to see it and what they're going to think of um again putting out content for the sake of it just you know generic stuff every day um i'd say less is more so if you're going to put stuff out i mean consistency is good and if you could post like twice a week that's what i'd recommend i know that time's precious so you may not be able to do it every day twice a week's good but then make sure the two good quality posts what do you want to get out of those posts you're not just posting on social media for the sake of it oh look here's a cute dog or whatever or like happy happy flowers day or whatever yeah. general day that comes up people just do that for the sake of it they're not really thinking about what the purpose of that post is so i'd say that you need a purpose for every single post that you put out and content wise, um, whether it's to gain brand awareness, whether it's to um, boost credibility for your brand, to reach more people, to add news there, whatever it is, you need a purpose for every single post. And I think that's a big um, mistake that I think a lot of brands have. They don't actually do that. They try to copy other people and they don't have their own identity. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I've seen with startups for sure. Yeah, that's true. Once or twice a month, I usually host webinars for Combin where I share some basic information on marketing, Instagram marketing in particular, and very often I share some tips for businesses, tips how to increase Instagram engagement, for example. And every time where I'm go live uh, on these workshops, I always say, so these are like common tips. They are like for everybody, but you should pick some of the tips that are okay just for you so if i say go live because it like helps to get some more exposure but if you're shy to get live and people can actually feel it people can feel that you are not doing you, you are doing the thing that is not right to you and if i say go live that does mean that you should go live 100 and that you will have some um some great feedback from your followers and from your audience because they can feel that it's not that you are not natural, that you are not transparent and you're 
pushing yourself to do something that you really don't want. And yeah, so I agree. Brand identity is something that many brands lack at the beginning of building their social media presence. But you know, with Facebook and Instagram getting bigger and bigger with so many updates, new features, algorithm changes, uh, also algorithm is one thing that I would also like to discuss with you later. So how can companies actually not get lost among all of this and how should they actually get more exposure? What should they do? I think that comes down to the brand identity again, you know, so if they understand who they are and what they're trying to achieve, then they shouldn't have any problems with what the platform's doing in terms of algorithms or new features or anything like that. That's, you know, handling those things, that's easy. It's getting the messaging right that's difficult. So, you know, if you go back again to basics for example we've had someone come to us two companies actually in the last week come to us and say can you manage our facebook ads for us and i'm like sure but tell me more about your company and they're just saying oh well basically we want our company to to do ads like this and just show competitor ones and we're like okay but what is it that's different about your company and they don't even know the answer to these questions and so i had to sit down with them and do a whole brand strategy session first because they didn't even know who they were who they target audience are um i mean they sort of did because they were copying the competitors but what made them different like why why are their, their products any different oh, and you know a lot of people come out there they release their products and they go oh well if we make it cheaper than the competitors then everyone will go for us because it's the same thing but it's cheaper but again you're not as a consumer you're not going to go with a competitor just because they're cheaper if you don't know who they are you don't know anything about them why would you switch a brand that you already have loyalty to and you already like and are obviously using their products because you think it's good and worth the money why would you switch just because you're saving a couple of pounds or dollars here and there um for a product that yeah. you actually have no idea about right so this is why i think the people don't approach things in the right way they need to understand you know why consumers would buy them over the competitors regardless of what the price is regardless of all that sort of stuff they have to have a, an emotional connection to it somehow so i think that you know Facebook and Instagram does have a lot of things and it can be overwhelming. But again, I'd say speak to professionals, speak to people like yourself who's running webinars and get some advice. But and I think that as an owner, you have too many things to worry about. Don't faff around on Facebook and Instagram. It sounds like it's really easy because you use Facebook to chat to your friends from high school. You use Instagram to post pictures of your holiday or your dogs. Like it's 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 easy to do that, fine. But if you're actually trying to build up a brand and build and uh, build a business and show growth and talk to people and sell products and services, it's a totally different thing. It may look easy, but it's not. And actually, if you do it wrong, you're going to cause more damage than good. So I would say, you know, get a professional. So even if it's, you know, a freelancer who's, who does that, then that's better than nothing. That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So if, for example, 10 years ago, Instagram was mostly visually based platform. So we only use it to share some images or videos. So right now it's like a social media platform. It's like a market where all, I, I also know the statistics that almost 70% of all Instagram accounts that are on the platform, they're business accounts. So uh -huh. firstly, Instagram was a visually based uh, social media network. But what about this issue right now? So is it all about images? 
No, I mean, v- um, video is topped Instagram now. Instagram have, have, you know, vocally said that they are concentrating on images they are not not sorry they're not concentrating on images anymore they're concentrating on video so look at all the new features that have come out with the reels and everything like that and they've extended the amount of time for each of these things now so not only are they you know they started with instagram stories to basically challenge snapchat and now reels to challenge tiktok and all this kind of stuff so you know instagram as a platform they are well aware of what their competitors are doing and they are consistently throwing out new updates for people um so that they don't leave their platform and go to competitors they are trying to have this all inclusive platform and i think that can be overwhelming because where do you start and and i think the problem is with with brands who have got small budgets how do you like for example video now is everything yeah sitting there going I don't have a video production budget. Like that is insane. Like, yes, okay, a photographer costs X amount of money already, but a videographer to to come out for the day, do yeah. all these things, it takes so much time. It's so expensive. And it's just it's it's just so difficult. And I know that so many small businesses have been stress stressing about it. But what I'd recommend is that thank goodness for the pandemic, actually. This is one great thing that came out of it, is that consumers are now looking less to have these professional like you know movies quality videos they actually don't mind that yeah, raw footage and they actually want to feel connected to the brands right they want to see that kind of amateur behind the scenes action so but small brands like go out there use your phone like phones have insanely good quality video now 4k video and you could edit things right on your phone you don't need to be a video editor you could do things right there from the app too um so there are so many different ways of doing it and don't be afraid to just use your phone edit and shoot some great content and even if it is like a bit amateur that's fine because you're saying look guys we're not we don't have the production budget but we still want to connect to you we still want to show you what's important and we still value like your um, input as a customer and that's why we're, we're going out there and shooting this content even though we don't have the budget for it so I think don't be afraid to do that is what I'd say to small businesses because it is overwhelming but video content is really being favored right now for Instagram so if you can and when you can put videos up for sure yeah so yeah the real person is what consumers really like to see right now behind the brand know some good polished pictures like without soul yes yeah exactly yeah (laughs) if you are in a bad mood if you are in a good mood so share this don't be afraid and nobody needs polished pictures anymore just show your personality and show that you are transparent and really want to build not like consumers but you would like to build a community around your brand that's what matter yeah okay so I also checked your Instagram account. That's great. And I see that you're an active Instagram user. So what do you like know about Instagram algorithm? So you have some success on uh, your Instagram account. So what are like main tips on how to maybe cheat Instagram algorithm on how to, or how to please Instagram algorithm? Yeah, so I think first of all is don't get too hung up on the algorithm because it keeps changing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. don't don't get obsessed with it. Um, so I'd say, again, quality content all the time is more important, regular content. So the things that the Instagram looks at for the algorithm is, you know, 
has that account interacted with you before? Um, you know, do they interact with that type of content? Do they, when they interact with you, are they liking, are they saving, are they commenting? What are they doing? Um, and you know, if, if, if they're likely to do those things, then Instagram is more likely to show that video or that picture in your feed. Um, so therefore it reaches your target audience. So therefore I'd say that look at the people who have interacted with you before lots of times, like don't ignore those people. They're the true fans because if you then talk to those people as a persona, it will likely land on their feed and they'll be able to see it and you actually reach more people that way because yeah. if if instagram thinks that they're going to get that like that 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 save that comments they're more likely to show that in their feed um and there's been debates about timing because there's, there's certain times when it does well and that's fine you can look at that in the stats and combin has that as for the stats and you could see when's best to post and that's fantastic but you know if you scroll down your feed now there's some posts there which are shown up from like two hours ago, 10 minutes ago, a day ago. So it's still showing that stuff because I've likely interacted with it. And it also looks at things like profile visits. So if that user then clicked on your profile after seeing that or how long they're spent on that post. So again, videos is fantastic for that because if you put video content up and people watch it, even if they don't like it, even if they don't comment on it, Instagram will know that they've watched those videos and more likely to show you them again because it's obvious that you actually want to interact with that content and they can see that you pause on the, and they, they know all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's relevant. So again, talk to those people. They're the people you should be talking to when you're creating your content. Um, because that's that's who Instagram will show your content to over and over again. Yeah. Thank you, Sabrina, for this short yet very informative conversation. <laughs> so I have two questions for you. So first is, how can my audience and my listeners learn more about you and what you offer about your company? So um, I'm actually all over social media. So if you <laughs> just type in Sabrina Chavans on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, like I'm I'm on all of it. Um, and same as Complex Creative. Um, we, so as I said, we're full service and we offer free consultations to people. So we're always happy to help people. Um, and, you know, if anyone has any questions about Instagram, cheating the algorithm <laughs> or, you know, ranking on any other social media platforms, then feel free to get in touch and I'm happy to kind of offer some advice. And do you have maybe some message or motto that you would like to leave my listeners with? Um, I guess it's, you know, what we talked about today, always think about, you know, your own brand. And I, everyone says be authentic and, uh, but I truly mean be authentic. This is something that we are, this is our brand through and through. Our tagline is the no BS agency. That's who we are. And this is, this is who I am as well. Like if you, if you guys want to follow me on LinkedIn, you'll see I'm always being really opinionated, having raw, honest posts. And it's done really, really well for my personal brand, but I'm not even trying to be something else I'm being me and I think that's the most important thing so when you're creating a brand be true to who you are because then it's easy it's really easy to talk to market a brand that's just you and that's natural you don't have to lie about it. like it's really authentic so there's lots of people saying be authentic but then there's people pretending to be authentic but it's <laughs> fake and it's and it's and it's exhausting and you get caught out and I'd say that marketing is super easy if you're just telling the truth so what I'd say is just find your authentic brand and be true to who you are and I think things will get a lot easier thank you so much once again it was fun no problem thanks for having me 
This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.